Dad, Tony's lying. Lying? I wasn't going to go, but Dad let me. And I was happy because I wasn't sneaking off and lying to you. And if I can't tell you what I want now, then I'll never be happy whatever I do. And that's from Bend It Like Beckham. And isn't that true? If you can't be honest with the people you love, then you live a false life. And if they don't like it, then you've got to deal with that openly with them. That's much healthier. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and I'm a clinical psychologist. And you can pick up the phone right now and give me a call toll-free, 1-877-DR-K-E-N-N-E-R. And right now, let's turn to the phones. Welcome, Kathy. Kathy, you're having some... Uh, problems? Your son's having some problems, I guess. No, it's my six-year-old daughter. Oh, it's a daughter. Okay. Yes. My little pumpkin. <laughs> okay. And tell me what's going on. Uh, in school, she's kind of shut out from the girls that are very aggressive. I didn't realize that children were so aggressive at that age. At six years old, huh? Yeah. yeah. So it's not that I want to make her popular, but I want to make her secure. Okay, what can you give me a picture of what's going on? Like she came. They home. shove her. They uh, exclude her from what uh, joining in on things. How many of them are the, the the they that you're talking about? Four. There are four of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that seems a lot more manageable than twenty six of them, huh? Yes. So tell me about these four. Tell me the fr- who. Well, the first I look one? at their parents, and the parents are very aggressive too. So that's probably why the child is very aggressive too. Um, they're pushy, they're shovy. Yeah, but give me a scenario. Do they come to your house at all to play? Does she just deal with them in the school? But just no deal with them in the school. So she goes to a school. How many kids are in the class? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. So out of the twenty-four, twenty are okay. Yes. And four are bullies. Yeah. And why are they picking on her, or are they also picking on some of the other uh, 19 kids? They might be. Uh, I don't know. I just saw it today because I was on the class trip, and it annoyed me, and it bothered me. Of what did you being... see? Tell me what you saw in the uh, class trip. One girl in particular was very aggressive. My daughter was trying to get into the line to line up to get going, and she kept stepping in front of her and wouldn't let her actually get in the line. So your daughter does what at that point? Nothing. Nothing. She just lets her get in the line Mm -hmm. in front of her? Okay, one of the skills that she can use, although is is the girl much physically bigger, uh, much bigger than she is? Uh, Any idea why they're picking on your daughter? And then I'll get to the skills. No. Okay, kids. Just that the teacher says that they're very cliquish. But notice when you limit it, when you name that there are only four girls, and you can actually name them. What are the four names? Christina, Mackenzie, Joanna, and Faza. Okay, and so once you get it down to four girls, it seems much more manageable. Correct. Christina, Mackenzie, Faza, and there was one more? Joanna. Joanna. So here's what I would recommend. If it were my daughter, I would say, oh, you know something, isn't there, when you look out at your classmates, there are some that are easy to get along with, and there are some that are real difficult. Which, who do you like the best? I would ask her first to focus on the, the kids that she really loves being with. And are there a couple that she loves? I think so. 
and I would help her learn how to connect with them, maybe go to the zoo with them, maybe, you know, go on your own little field trips with them, even if it's just having Uh them come over to the house, so that she gets to know that she's lovable, likable, and that she can find people to admire and to play with. I had a wonderful playmate when I was younger called Abby. To this day, if I think of Abby, I get a warm feeling inside, a warm smile. She was like my, when I was six years old, she was my buddy. You know, we used to dig in the sand together. Right. Now I had other kids that picked on me. In fact, one girl turned the whole schoolyard against me in um, Mm. sixth, I was fifth grade. And then they, and it was too much for me to handle. And at that point, I needed teacher intervention and parental intervention. Mm -hmm. My parents had to go, I was too shy and I didn't know how to deal with it so my parents went and the teachers asked the teacher I remember that I remember the teacher Mrs. Fisk she asked all the all the girls to stay after school so the McKen- the Christina's the McKenzie's the Fazes and the jo- Joanna's Mm-hmm. had to stay after school but she had and she said this is not you're never to do this she set moral standards for the girls okay she actually oh. sent me out to clap the erasers <laughs> while she talked to the other girls i think that that might be part of the problem because the response from her is that she's telling me well they're very clickish okay so what are you doing to break that up Yes, the te- at a certain point, it's really the teacher's responsibility, but that doesn't leave your child powerless. Now, here are the skills that kids need and adults need. If okay. someone stepped in line in front of you, what would you do? Let's say I stepped in, front, in line in front of you at the supermarket. What would you do? Nothing. Nothing? Okay, you got the same problem. Okay. If you, if, it's not easy, is it? No. If you stepped in front of me, if I'm in my best mood, I would assume that you did it accidentally, that you just weren't focused. Because I know there are times when I've been unfocused. And so I would treat you as someone similar to me, as one of the good kids in the class. And I would say to you, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, um, but I'm in line. And what might you say if I said that to you? I would say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And what would you do? Just stay there? No, move. You would go to the end of the line. So Uh I assume benevolence. I assume that you're a good person first. Okay. If you're a bully... Then if I if I approach you nicely, what does that do to you? If I if you were if you're now the the Mackenzie and I be Mackenzie for a moment and I say, you know, Mackenzie, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but the end of the line is in the back. I'm not moving. I'm here. Okay, I guess that's your choice. Now I might not try to force Mackenzie. She to actually move. was bold enough, and I don't know how anybody else is raising the kids, but she was actually brazen with me, this child. And what did she say to you? I said, excuse me, my daughter's going to stay here. Please move over and let her get in the line. Okay, well, now that's... And she stepped in front of me. <laughs> I would say... And I said, woo! Okay, well, I wouldn't say the woo. I would just say to her, you know... No, I didn't say woo. I said woo in my mind. And okay, that's... wonderful. I, I would say to Mackenzie, Mackenzie, you may want to try to figure out why you do that. It seems important to you to step in line in front of, of people. I wouldn't say my daughter. I would say in front of people. And so sometime in, in private, you may want to think about what's going on with that because it doesn't... It's not likable. And I might just say something to her like that. What I, What have I done there? Nothing. 
But have the six-year-old tell her that? I no, but I'm saying you you could tell I her could've. that. You know, mm-hmm. as an adult, you make you help mm-hmm. a child self-reflect. You know, Mackenzie, you have options, and you may and I, I don't know why you're doing this, but it, it isn't that cool. You know, maybe you can try someone some. Um, maybe you can give this some thought. Right now, you need to go to the back of the line. I would be firm, and just tell her. And what would she say after that? I'm not moving. You can't make me move. And mm-hmm. and I'll say, you know, Mackenzie. I'm a chaperone here, and let's work together on this. This is this is a okay. line. We're doing things fair. If someone cut in front of you, Mackenzie, I would be saying the same thing. Okay. Now there are books. There are there are skills that she can learn. There's the book that I that I always say is. I'm book. writing as you're talking. <laughs> you, you can go to my website, drkenner.com. The book that's the gold standard of parenting is how to talk so kids will listen and listen so kids will talk. It gives a lot of skills to help kids stand up um, for themselves to speak their own minds. And for you, too, as a parent, you need to be able to do that. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and it's been great being with you this week on The Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by Drs. Kenner and Locke. So Aaron is upset that Jane spends too much money on clothes. To avoid a huge conflict, he might express himself immediately without attacking Jane's character. Instead of Aaron contemptuously fuming to her, you're reckless with money, you make me furious, which attacks Jane's character and invites a counterattack from her, you're even more reckless. Aaron can say, I'm very upset. We both agreed on a fair budget and we need that money for the rent this month. It's a skill to express your anger openly and assertively. Your body language and tone of voice need to be consistent with your assertive language. With practice, you can communicate your anger accurately without subtly attacking your partner's character. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.